Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming and on today's episode we're going to take a closer look at Final Fantasy 7 Remake and look at some of the rumors that have been going on with it as well as our speculation on what just might happen at E3. Also guys, the godfather of plumbing himself, Mario, has a new title called Super Mario Maker 2 where you're going to make your own Mario games and I get to tell you how disappointed I am in them. So there's all that and more guys so if you want to hang out, grab yourself a beer and let's talk games. Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We are on episode 8. My name is Craig Prowse and joining me as always is Andrew Montemayor. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, you guys might notice we have a different background kind of set up today. Um, I'm liking it. Yeah, trying something new. The other wall is being rearranged so we decided to just kind of flip it around and see. But the icing on the cake of what is really new is I tell Andrew yesterday, I'm like, bring over a couple drinks, we'll pop them, we'll drink them, just like we always do. And he comes over with mimosa mix. And it's it's Saturday, baby. So we drinking. We're recording this a day later than we normally do. We have we have a weird schedule, but we're drinking mimosas, and uh, the mimosas are going down smooth. But the blackout always comes free. So Andrew, I appreciate it. Oh well, I figured if we're gonna be drinking in the morning, I'd at least like to start and feel like a normal person with yeah. some orange juice, you know? Yeah, because normally we record late at night and then we put it up in the morning. But uh, you know, hey, morning morning dues call for morning brews, and uh, champagne mimosa is the only way to do it. So. Uh, guys, we're here to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake. <coughs> There's been some rumors floating around that we kind of want to address. Um, yeah, we just kind of want to talk about it and more, again, take it all with a grain of salt. We're not taking any of this as it's solidified. Just someone posted some stuff we found very interesting and maybe made me like the idea of an episodic, made me more okay with an idea of an episodic the way that they explained it. Because it's been something everyone's worried about, whether they said episodic, When's it releasing and whatnot. And so just the way this guy kind of broke some stuff down made me think about it a little bit different. And it made me kind of, we were having a conversation about, well, what what are you wanting out of this game? What am I really wanting yeah. out of this game? And so some of these things kind of align with how I think it should go, given whatever parameters that I thought would be enough just to bring to the table and at least talk about, have a discussion. Yeah, so again, we're not trying to make a story out of what this guy posted. Mountain out of a Yeah, essentially hill, so. he just kind of gave some some bullet points of, of what somebody told him. But we and him have been talking about Final Fantasy VII for months now, and he didn't say anything more than what we would have said or at least guessed at. Except so, for a few things. So. A couple things did stand out. So we're just going to kind of take those and break them down and then kind of give our view on it. So the first thing that he says, and we were we kind of said this yeah, the other it's week, given. Yeah. it's going to have... A huge presence at E3, which is right around the corner. Um, the thing that stood out to me that kind of makes sense is, well, Square Enix just took the best slot of E3, which is Sony's, right? If it takes over Sony's best slot, why not hit it with the best news everyone's been waiting for well, is Final Fantasy VII? Not just that. Yeah, they're taking that slot. They previously said, you know, we're not going to talk anymore about Final Fantasy VII or anything until, you know... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Right. They put out that trailer. says see more in June. E3's in June. That and I want to say it's the day before or something like that. There's the big Final Fantasy 7 symphony that they've done. Oh, Only Final Fantasy 7 for the for first that. time is completely sold out now. The same weekend as E3. So it's kind of all the stars are aligning for that one. Yeah, it's kind of see perfect place, perfect time. Um, because again, this was a thing where everyone thought it was slowly dying, right? And no one thought Final Fantasy VII Remake was actually going to 
come to fruition because it just seemed year after year after year it was, it was weird delayed. stories like we yeah delayed and, and now another studio is taking over from this one now different director yeah and state of play just came in launched the trailer and then this news kind of comes out but the other <clears> thing it says is they're going to be um live demos do you think that's going to happen on the floor I, of e3 um yeah if they dropped well yeah of course there'll be a live demo but i mean live I, play live play yeah like, you'll no, be able I, to actually play the game yeah no i think that they'll uh, they would have to at this point like right. uh, they've already shown the clip they've shown that the game's playable in some state but i want to see something uh, maybe show me the open world or just how the world's gonna look or i think it's got to be more than just what they've shown where it's like running around a piece of midgar for five minutes yeah. or like you know so, something outside of midgar maybe a little bit further on you know Something other than the first five minutes of the game, which is all they've shown gameplay-wise. Yeah, every trailer has just been kind of repetitive. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to do it. And again, show me Tifa. Yeah. Oh God, please. We both kind of thought that, right? We thought E three might be the spot. We thought there's. We already thought that there was a live um, gameplay that's <coughs> doable. So nothing crazy new there. Uh, the third thing, uh, yeah, the third thing that he kind of gets into was that. And again, makes sense is that they're going to exp- expand on the plot of the game. They're going to um, also tweak locations. And I just started playing the Final Fantasy um, game on, on the Xbox today. And when you play it, those towns are, you know, four houses big. It only makes sense that if they're going to re- you know, reimagine these Make worlds, it feel like they look city. like there's a, there's a society in it. So yeah. nothing crazy really stood out with that, that one. I mean, you're going through a lot of the places. I mean, I always found that there's a lot of people you could talk to. And so, I mean, you yeah. need to add to that dialogue more people to meet. I mean, there's a lot for them to expand. But the question has always been, again, mountain out of molehill, do you want to expand on this four-second walk from one end of the town to the other, you know? Before, it was like that for a reason. It's like, what are you going to add that's going to make it interesting? And again, I'm all for adding stuff like that, provided it is interesting. If it's just all... It fits the game. Yeah, it's all just bullshit to where it's like, I'm just talking to random NPCs that have nothing interesting to say. Yeah, you don't need to make Nibblehem huge if I only need to go to two houses throughout the game that mean anything, so... Um, All in context... Uh, the next thing he gets into, or at least expands on, is that, um, and again, we've talked about this as well, Yuffie and Vincent, two characters that are optional characters in the original Fantasy Oh, uh, We forgot seven. to say light spoilers, of course, for a 20-year-old game, so I mean, if you don't light know what's happening now, then... Light game. These are optional characters you can find in the original FF7. Um, but... Say now that they are optional to a degree, so you can maybe get them at a certain point. No, Yuffie's supposed to... His... Well, no, his... yeah. the way he worded it is, you can get them at a certain point, but if you go beyond that, like, um, and before, you could completely miss Yuffie and Vincent. Now, what it is, is that um, you play it, and you can get them at a certain point, but if you were to just pass it and keep playing the game, you'll run into them later on to where they are now mandatory to be in your yeah. party. So, I, I mean, I think that's kind of cool, because there's always... I don't remember how I found Yuffie in the first place. I think maybe... Because I was a lot younger, and I didn't really know how to play Final Fantasy. I played with, like, a guide, and it told me how to find this chick or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to say, before I even had that guide, I just walked right past her. I would have had no clue. I remember my uh, a buddy of ours in uh, junior high, Michael uh, Wagonblast, had a copy. His dad was a huge Final Fantasy guy, and he had the strategy guide. And I don't know what I had to bribe him or give him, but I ended up getting it off of him. And so when I sat down and played FF7, I was lucky enough to have the whole book and look through it, and it, it breaks you down how to find these characters. But it's weird, though, because I 
couldn't imagine playing that game without those characters in Now, game. yeah. You watch the movies, you watch anything that's canon with New Crisis 7, four, they, they're anything, all yeah. integral for the storyline, so it'd be hard to imagine them moving forward on a remake without having those characters part of it, right? Yeah, so I mean, that that's kind of the big thing. I'm sure that's the big reason they did it, is they're so integral to the universe now that it's, you know... Especially with, like, there's a game on, I believe it was PS2, uh, Final Fantasy VII, Dirge of Cerberus, where it's literally a shooter where you're playing Vincent, As Vincent so it's... Yeah. Uh, so that, that makes that makes sense. Um, the next thing they move into, and this is kind of the big one that we've seen tidbits on, is how the combat's going to work, right? So it looks like you're, um, you'll have a menu pop up that's going to kind of have a list of commands. Um, Andrew, you've played like Final Fantasy XV. Is that similar to how that function would work? Or how, how do you see Final Fantasy VII moving from a turn-based RPG to a um, kind of a move-around I feel RTS. like it, it kind of looks like that. Maybe a little bit of a mix of like Final Fantasy twelve in a way where you're still you're still waiting to attack. I hope it's a little bit more than what fifteen is, because fifteen they kind of really push like magic to the side. I felt like it was hardly useful at all. I didn't really use it that much. And you could really I mean, on the easy you could just spam the attack button a lot of the time. Just especially if you had like shit out of it. Yeah, especially if you have a good setup. I mean you could really do that in like you know any Final Fantasy game if you're overpowered you just spam X or whatever and just cruise through but I, I it, it seems like it, hopefully it'll be a good mixture of because like I said I really didn't like what they did with magic in you know 15 they kind of really just kind of push it to the sides where I used it maybe like once or twice during the game I didn't find myself using it at all ever right so that game's kind of adapted where it's not incredibly needed where in Final Fantasy 7 it revolves around it, right? Yeah, we have things have like summons like, like yeah. Bahamut and Shiva and Ifrit and Knights of the Round, you know, and they're supposed to be making a an appearance in this game. The, the question is, how do you do it? Because I, I can't wrap my head around that. I can see like Shiva I, or Ifrit popping up as maybe like a time down character that's shooting, you know, uh, splash damage or something. I think they were all right in 15. I think 15 kind of... How they do it? Like 15, it's got to be like a certain sort of scenario to where it can happen. And um, uh, sometimes it's like if you're losing or whatever. I, sometimes it just happens randomly, really. I, I, I would have to look more in depth into it because I just played the game. I didn't look up a guide. I just, you know, played it. But you'll get them. It'll show up. And it goes through, like, a whole animation, like, what it used to. Okay, like, cool. Where, you know, someone's summoning lightning, crashing oh, down I on like the that. earth and whatever. I don't mind that. So it's like a whole other thing. It's not like 10 where you actually summon the person. They're fighting for you out there and stuff like that. It's like an actual cinematic that you're watching. So I'm sure it would be the same way. You summon Shiva, she does whatever, you know, the whole ice and, and freezes everybody out. It yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. A, it's cause and effect. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and the other thing they were saying is how, like, Materia is still going to be really heavily involved in it, but, like, slightly different from what we're used to. So you still need to pair up your Materia with characters that make sense. Like, you don't want to be loading up magic on, like, let's say a Cloud who's a heavy uh, melee wielder. Versus a Barrett or Vincent who are kind of a, a range character. So they're still saying that's going to play some sort of effect. In Which this, is so. cool. I, I do like too if you like uh, look at some of the videos. If you go back, they, they, they have some of the uh, breakdowns of it. I, I don't know if you've seen one. I, I forgot to bring this up to you. So like when you see Cloud at the beginning in one part of it, he only has... You know how he has his Buster Sword? Mm -hmm. There's two slots on it because he can only fit two Materia realistically into right. his weapon anyways. Fire and Ice. The, yeah, there's one There's one no, Materia. Ice and Lightning. You'll see it in there. There's one Materia actually in there. And then later on in a different... is in that state of play. Later on in the state of play, he's got two in oh, the slot. So the you, visuals so you, are actually... You can physically see them, you I know. Like that. And when it's empty, there's like a little, you know, little hole-shaped divot right there. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. That you is know? pretty cool. I Just like little I, like attention that. to detail. I, I really like stuff like that. Um, so again, yeah, the combat, the magic material, the one that kind of 
caught our eye because the last episode we were talking about this thing's going to be episodic, right? And what does episodic mean that, in terms of this? What they keep comparing it to is like 13. Like how 13 is an episodic game. And I hate 13. I cannot stand it. With I personally, lightning? yeah. I, I like Lightning's character-ish, but I really just... Uh, the way they broke that game down, I don't like it. I don't even really like if you're trying to call some episodic in a way like 10-2... I, it's not, it's not so the it, same vein. It's like a game and then the next game where this is, Final Fantasy VII is, if anyone remembers, is three discs, right? So we're under the assumption that they're breaking it down Well, that's how disc. they've always kind of made it sound. And what this guy's rumor said, which never even occurred to me realistically, was that they're going to break it down into two games, which I would be happier with that. I don't know how, again, like leveling and stuff like that would work. Is that going to carry over to the next game? That sort of thing works. If you only buy the second game and you don't play the first one, does it auto-jump you to, like, 50 or, you know, that sort of thing? So, besides that, if they were to break it down into two games versus three games, which I never even... It wasn't even a possibility in my mind because I don't know why you'd break it into episodic in the first place, I would be a lot happier with that. Well, I took it as it's not two separate games, that it's going to be... You, you're going to buy Final Fantasy VII at, let's say, I would hope not, 60... And then you're already locked into getting the next part when it's made. Kind of like a, like a Telltale, where you would buy the game, you get episode chapter episode one, and then three months later, episode two comes out. And then three months later, you've already bought the game, you get it all. But that's the way I took it as, is oh, that no, it's going to come in, in a part. So you, that, cause you're I took it makes as, sense, like the leveling, how would that work? But I took it as like standalone, like like I said, with 13, like 13's episodic. Like those are three different games that you have to purchase. Yeah, see, each I, I took it as like a Telltale where no, you lock the full game and they're giving you bits at a time. No, I didn't even know that's how you thought about it. I wouldn't, oh, yeah. I, have I, we not I, had this conversation about how we defined no, episodic? Maybe not. Or at least yeah. our versions of it? Uh, well, uh, we have two completely different versions of what we think they're going to do, but I don't think that they would do that at all. Really? Yeah, no way. No, curious then what you guys think if how do you think the episodic final fantasy if it is episodic which we're almost guaranteed at this point that it is how do you think it breaks down is it is it separate games that you're buying is it one game that they're gonna kind of like dlc is free that kind of stacks on that's an interesting point i can't believe we haven't had this conversation yeah. i could have sworn we've talked about this before but uh, i mean i mean the biggest part of the episodic then the way he breaks it down per justice since that's what we're going over is spoilers of course that it would end with Eris' death. For part one, right? For episode part one, one. Ends with Eris' death, which is, is, is tons of people out there who haven't played Final Fantasy VII, that would be such a crazy cliffhanger to end right there. This person you've been playing with, you don't know she's going to die. I think about that. Yeah, that's a she good spot She just dies, and then you play maybe a little bit longer, and then the screen just goes to black and credits roll. Like, that would be a pretty emotional ending for something like that and then two just picks right back up from whatever yeah you're stealing you're starting with the fallout of her death how it's affected this team and stuff like that that would actually make a lot of sense well, and I'm that would to, be really cool i'm trying to think of how far into the game because that's not the end of disc one is it, it I, I don't think it is i would have to go back in the thing See, about that's it. i'll find out here in a second but e e even if you don't break it down disc wise how far it in into the game how many is, hours it, is, is it? Yeah, how many hours is it? How, is are you speed running the game? Are you just are you doing all the little side? Well, shit I'm curious. Too? Of, well, let's say you're playing it legit. How far into Final, Final Fantasy VII is her death? Right, naturally playing, and then translated into a new remade thing with new cutscenes and new locations to explore. What does that translate into? Right, is ten hours on the old one the same hours. as ten hours into the new one? One hundred farthings. One hundred farthings. Um, I mean, the the biggest part of that, though, too, is the way he broke it down and said you wouldn't have to wait long. So, because I'm assuming they would reuse assets from game to game, is that the first part is going to release this year, 
Yeah, the, uh, November. November. November of this so he, year. He put a hard month. A hard month. A we hard were speculating month. a window was going to come of when it was coming. He's saying November this year. November this year, and then follow up next year. I think it said something like that. Well, for the so either way, we'll, we'll find out in June. You can take this with a lot less salt provided because that's a hard month. So that, I mean, I would imagine they would have to. I don't know if they would give a release date, a solid date for this game, unless it is that ready, and we're just really out of the loop as far as what they've really shown. But I would imagine whatever they show off at E three has to have a release window and a year. Yeah. So, yeah, you were saying if it comes out in E3, there's a date coming. It'd be fucking awesome, though, if it is November, because that's, what, five, six months away? And yeah. If this game's coming out in five or six months, which makes kind of sense. I mean, Seven's been popping up over all these platforms recently, and uh, it was dormant for so long, quiet, no one's hearing about it, and then, boom, it comes out with this thing, and then icing on the cake is, guys, six months later, five months later is, uh, here's Final Fantasy Seven Episodic Part 1, so... A lot of good things to take in, guys. But again, this is all speculatory. Nothing's been confirmed. This again, this we're we're looking at a story and we're just kind of feeding um, our thoughts on top of that. So, what do you guys think is gonna happen with Final Fantasy VII? You guys let us know down in the comments. But the next thing that we're looking at, um, which is pretty highlight, I like it. It the more I looked at it, the more I was. I've watched this thing like three times. So Nintendo Direct came out with. The Super Mario Maker 2. Two. Uh, full trailer, full new feature add-on. It looks impressive. Andrew, we watched. We just watched it again. Looking I watched it, it the other day and I kind of didn't pay attention to it. Then I'm kind of glad I just right, watched it again. Because looking out from the side, you're like, okay, it's a game <clears> where you can essentially build your own Mario levels, custom make it, right? And on paper, that sounds fun. When you look at what you're actually able to do, it's I, quite impressive. I think when I watched it the other day, I muted it because I was playing. Uh, I think that's. What, <laughs> I think that's. I, I forgot. What, I was playing something that I had muted, but I just wanted to watch it to see what it looked like or whatever. But watching it now, like it's, it's I, I really liked it. I, I like it a lot. I'm not into like building, so I wouldn't be in it for the building aspect. Like if you're into that, more power to you. There's a whole lot of shit on there that you can do, which is really cool. But. I personally go, I go on YouTube and I watch some of these people because it always shows up my feed is the Impossible Mario level. I'm watching these people try and do all these crazy levels. Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of that and, stuff is really, really cool. And we're on the point of having <coughs> a thousand Impossible Mario levels, right? Not so, to mention that, one, it's not a, it, it is an absolutely beautiful game. Like, yeah, it's it, gorgeous. You, like, you can take 3D, uh, uh, the old 2D. It's, it's, so what you get what, is you get Mario 1, Mario 3. Uh, Super Mario World, 3D, uh, and Super Mario Wii U, and then this particular version is now offering uh, Super Mario oh, on the 3DS. 3D. Yeah, and so you, 3D, have, you have all these different graphics that you can blend, which all look gorgeous. And even when they had like a million things on screen, didn't chug, didn't slow down like a yeah. bit. There was a, not even for a second, no dip. But yeah. Nintendo's always about that quality control. Um, the thing is that I think the reason why it caught my eyes is the first one came out. Only on the Wii U, which it was a system that I, I know one Didn't person. Well, I know one yeah. person that owns it, and he, they have one game, and so it's nobody, not Mario Maker. Yeah, it wasn't Mario Maker, so nobody got to play it. And the, it came out also on the 3DS, and I know there's a lot of 3DS fans out there. They have their their gaming community, but I don't know if this is where you put that kind of thing. So yeah, the Switch is I mean it's out. cool to have it on there, but I can't imagine like me just building all the shit trying right, to with your stylus. Screen, so yeah. the Switch version comes out on um, let's see on June 28th. 2019 so this is right around the corner and I, again i like that 
They just announced it, show the trailer, hey, the game's out in a month, the game's out in two months, the game's out uh, relatively yeah. soon, you can buy it ASAP, we're not going to sit here and shove it down your throat for a year, t- two t- years, ten E3s in a row, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm loving it. So the game has, which is weird, because I watched the trailer for Mario Maker, the first one, and I was like, oh, this guy's, what is this doing that number two is not? When we sit down and actually look at what number two is offering, yeah. I, I, okay, so I usually try to write out some notes. I was going point by point of what this thing was newly offering. It was so overwhelming, I had to stop. I'm like, oh, like you couldn't do this in number one? Like, that blows my mind. But now that you're looking at number two, you're like, wow, they added that much more to it? I think my favorite thing that they've added out of the features is they add, like, a, a night mode. Which changes yeah, the great map. concept. And great so concept. when you're playing, certain things will happen. So like the, instead of the water in the forest they showed, for example, it's a big pool of poison instead mm-hmm. of water. Or if you go underground, instead of playing normally, you're going upside yeah, down. Or there's certain side. areas where it's like your outer space physics and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that was really cool. Added like a whole new element. It was but, uh, it was crazy to watch because the way I was looking at it is well, me and my brother spent tons of times playing Mario games. The way what what stands out to me is th- an eight year old now has the potential to start making games. I was talking to Andrew earlier. This thing is riddled with potential of new game makers that are now going to be able to start taking in concepts of building traps, building rooms, setting enemies, put placing <clears throat> items. Like I didn't even think about that till I was really looking at. It. I'm like, dude, this would have been awesome when I was ten years old playing Mario that I can now build my own Mario yeah, game just, and just uh, learn so, from it. Learn basic level design and stuff yeah. like that. What makes and does not make. You know. What was your favorite thing from this? My favorite thing, I think, was the... Because I always love new power-ups and new um, weapons that you can use. And there's a point in this where you can now equip the dry bones. Um, oh, yeah. That, as was, a thing. that was so pretty cool. Essentially, what he does is he hops in the uh, the dry bones shell, and you now uh, you can jump on lava, right? A lava is not going to kill you anymore. The other thing that I didn't even see coming is everyone knows that when you hit a dry bones, the bones kind of splatter. You know, you can walk over them, no big deal, and then it comes back to life, so it never technically dies. If you're about to get hit by a weapon or an enemy or a, or a blast, you can use that same power. Crumble, to collapse, yeah, collapse, that, that was right, pretty cool. It goes right over you, and you can come back in. I thought that stood out to me. The other thing was the addition of um, of this character, Boom Boom. He was in Super Mario Brothers 3, and I always thought that my uncle made that name up and called him Boom Boom, because he had a rap when we were kids. He's like... Boom, boom, boom. Go back to your room so we can party all night because I do it so right. Which and guy I, was that one? What's that? Which, boom, boom, was, boom, boom was the guy that was running around with his arm. Oh, he's the in boss the, that yeah, he's just in, run like that He's the in number time? three. He's in number three, the first mini castle. Yeah, the, the dude yeah. just goes like that the whole time. And so yeah. I always thought he made that name up. I'm like, oh, cool. He made a rap to it. That's cool. And then I find out that his name actually was Boom, Boom. I'm like, okay. Well, someone read the manual. And then the other thing, because I'm more impressed with the enemies. And again, I thought number one had this. The sun. The angry sun that everybody didn't know yeah, moved until you sun, fucking yeah. ran and started uh, scooping at you. I thought that was really cool. But there's tons of stuff we can talk about, guys. That's a whole episode. I kind of want to get into what specifically this new one's offering. So the first thing is that it's got a co-op mode. That you can now build levels simultaneously. Me and Andrew can sit down and literally build a level at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's the biggest the biggest draw for me, and what makes me want to play is the online aspect to it because you can now not just build levels together, you can play levels together, co op, and just try to work together. But I think my favorite because I'm always competitive, like with my brother, and my cousins, and stuff, is you can compete with each other. Yeah, the most. And so you're just trying to race to the end. You can try to mess up other people by doing certain things that might cause the enemy to go to them and they die or. 
you know, you're all fighting a boss together, but it's the first one to get to the end that actually wins it. So that was my favorite thing because I'm super competitive. So I like that. Yeah, the co-op being able to set these own kind of games is awesome because you can set up a mode to where you can put rules on it to where you can first one to 100 coins, first one to the finish line, first one to get this, first one to get that. And it's awesome. The other thing is... Um, you can upload your game. I, I think you can do this in number one, but you can upload your games to the internet and then other people can yeah, load you, on them. Yeah, other people can, can play them. You can also download them to where you're, when you're offline, it's still on your Switch. I like that they added, like, a, I don't know if it was in the first one, but they had the, it's almost like Dark Souls where you can leave a message saying, watch out, be careful when there's like a trap or something like that for maybe people who like playing with the hints. Yeah, I, I mean, everything about the co-op looks fun and... Uh, it's definitely going to be a game where you want to get two to three players on and just take advantage of everything that game has to offer. Yeah, that online looks at like where it's at. I mean, I that was my favorite thing about that whole thing was just the fact that I could compete with somebody just trying to speed run maybe this hard-ass level where we're all just getting knocked constantly. Like, that seemed like so much fun. The other big thing that this game had to offer that I didn't even realize, number one, did not have at all was a story mode. Right, so oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that I'm looking cool. back and going, oh, so number one just kind of threw you in as a building, you know, as tools to start building this game. Number one, if even if you don't want to do the building aspect of it or there's play no the story, other games, yeah. there's a story mode where you can go in, you can collect coins. What essentially what you're trying to do is rebuild Peach's castle, so you're collecting coins that essentially buy you parts of the inside labor. of her castle because it just showed the outside. That'd be cool if it's like I would like that before you go in, you can see the whole. Yeah, you already finished yours? I just realized that. I just poured him another one, and <laughs> I'm still halfway on mine. This guy's an animal. Oh. The guy's a purebred. It's Saturday. It's Saturday and we out here. Um, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else that really stood out. You mentioned the night. So again, guys, there's tons of stuff to look at in this game. We can't get into all of it. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, even if you like just playing, playing competitive, blah, competitively blah, 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 blah. with friends, I would recommend this game. Because me, I, I hate builders overall. Like I'm not, I, I don't have the time. I don't want to come home and build my own thing. It seems cool, but I just I would never do it. I would personally buy this game just to play the online level I was say, that's the thing. and just to play with my yeah, friends. The beauty and stuff of this like game like, is that there's three aspects of play. There's the building, there's the playing of, of new Mario games on a daily basis. Like that's what blows my mind. Like anyone that wants to go, oh, how come they don't make a, a sequel to number three or a sequel to number one? You now have hundreds of tens of thousands of potential games Options, that are coming yeah. out where you can play a new Mario game probably every day for the rest of your fucking life. Not to mention, if, yeah, not if, to there, mention, if, yeah. if there is new content being made by hundreds uh, of players. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A million people out there are all yeah, making crazy. whatever stuff, and it's pretty cool too. Like, so they, I, I, I'm sure it was on there before, but like you can just tag everything too. So if you want something easy, you can look for easy stuff, puzzle solving. If you're just looking for speed yeah, running, you can break levels, it down to a genre, yeah. so you can do it. To what so I, I didn't realize it was that in depth for how you could like tag a level and stuff. It's, like it's like very, that's pretty cool to. It's odd there. that Nintendo has a tool like that that they're just simply putting out as a game and and you think and that's how they build Mario the games is just with those tools. Maybe now, Jesus. Well, let me ask you this: What other Nintendo game could you see them doing this with? Could they? Could you make a Donkey Kong like this? Make a Donkey Kong world where there's you. I can say Donkey. Yeah, Donkey Kong because Donkey Kong, you're doing the same thing. You're just getting from point A to point B. Right. I don't think it would work with like a, a Zelda maker, like a dungeon maker, because Zelda's a story. A dungeon had, maker though would be an interesting twist if in a couple years they actually. Because obviously they did this and it's perfect, essentially. If they were to do that and come out with a cool dungeon builder, because I've played like RPG Maker and I, I don't know, I never really got them. They weren't that great. I think it'd be cool if they added like a paper aspect to like paper. Actually, I was gonna ask you that. Why do you think paper is not in there? 
because uh, Paper Mario is not like a definitive start and end. It's like a whole story. It's a whole world. It's just graphically. I mean, not in terms of, of the way you explore the world, but why couldn't you just, why can't Mario, because you can switch between one, three, world. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Will, that, that, so would, that would be pretty cool. I was cool. curious of why the, the paper wasn't on there. Nintendo, you heard it here. Put that paper in. Put that paper in. So, uh, we actually did that pretty good. We are done with the two main yeah, topics of the day. So, the... Andrew, but I know you have something on your mind, and it's kind of a an interesting topic that's been floating around. Why don't you tell me what's going on? Well, for sure, are you talking about the uh, Microsoft and Sony? Yes, sir. So, they've announced that they are now, for whatever it means and as vague as it is, that they're working together with... Uh, Microsoft and Sony are going to work together on Azure... Microsoft's essentially cloud system, which they use for like their cloud streaming, the power of the cloud, the power of the cloud that they were going cloud, on hey, with forever. Cloud strife, baby. Yeah. He's, he's coming in hot this year. <laughs> Serenity cloud. <laughs> Serenity cloud. <laughs> Serenity cloud. Serenity cloud. Serenity cloud. And Serenity um, later. So what that means for, I, I have no clue what it means. Like it's, it's a guessing it, game. It, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's just an announcement, which is why we're not going too in depth to it. Cause it could mean a million different things. Like is Sony going to, use this and maybe they have to split the fruits of their benefit because they're essentially working together to work on new cloud streaming solutions is what they're saying cloud streaming services but using AI. yeah but using microsoft's azure right as the base so obviously you know i'm sure sony's not going to want to license up and play something for microsoft if they do find something big and it turns into this big thing yeah. you know i don't know how that whole thing would work but i mean it's cool to see two people working together that are at the forefront of their industry trying to make like a big strive and something you know they don't have to share games or whatever but they could both use better online infrastructure as far as like you know streaming games or like you know your games to your xbox like streaming it like as a service like what the stadia is doing or something like Mm -hmm. that which i'm sure this is in somewhat of a direct response too yeah it's crazy because this is by no means um, normal for Sony. Sony has been ever since I got burned by Nintendo at like CES, whatever year that was. They are they're a lone stallion. They they ride solo. They're a lone wolf. I think they're starting to see a little bit of the writing on the wall where Microsoft can e- is looking around, going, "Hey, you know what, man? We know cloud services going on, right? Because they have what is it? The X Cloud? Is that what their their cloud system is going to be? Right? I, 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 it's something along those lines. Yeah, it's, so and, and they're also, I mean, they're already partnered up with Nintendo, and you know, they have a partnership. Sony at this point is looking around going, you know what, we're the last guys that are kind of still not struggling in terms of hardware sales. They're doing great, but... But we're only going to play in our own sandbox. Yeah, they're... You know, we're, we're doing great, but we're not going to... PSN is, is not... Talk to anyone else. We're just going to yeah, anywhere near thing. what some of these other um, companies are doing, so... And that's, yeah, it could just be for simple stuff like that, like the store functions. And again, it's all, it's all hypothetical of why they're getting together. We're, I, and we're not trying to make a big story out of it because there's tons of those going around. We're just letting you guys know that Microsoft and Sony are partnered together and something is happening, right? And the best guess is that it's to compete with stuff like Stadia, um, to get cloud services running on both systems adequately and, and and running well yeah running peak you know you're taking top minds from both you know both companies and just really getting them out there then you know who, who knows what they could come up with you know yeah because at this point it, it's just a guess whatever they come out with is probably technology might that we're nothing. not even aware of yet yeah, and again no- it could be yeah it could nothing, be nothing so that's why we're not going to make a mountain out of a molehill but it is just interesting to see kind of all these companies kind of coming together you know in some type of way it's odd though because oh, not odd i guess kind of kind of interesting that Xbox, Microsoft kind of seems to be this middleman that kind of gets, you know, that's connecting these dots. So like, all right, we'll partner up with Nintendo and put some games on yours and games on ours. We'll partner up with uh, Sony and let's kind of combine our cloud structure and see how we're running. And 
I think that's a better ecosphere. I mean, obviously, competition, you know, is good for the industry. And it, Stadia came out. Well, guess what happened? Microsoft and Sony are now together to make something, you know, assumingly. I like a world where we're living where games, you know, well, they're not competing necessarily heads up, but let's build something together. Let's get Nintendo running as powerful as it can be. Let's get Sony running as good as it can be. Let's get Xbox running as good as it can be. Yeah. Or, I mean, or do you have I, a different I, opinion on that? I mean, online as far as it goes. Online, yeah, yeah. 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 Not in terms you know, of they... game-wise. You know, I don't want God of War leaving, you know, PlayStation. It sells the system. I don't want Spider-Man leaving uh, PlayStation. It sells the system. I don't want Halo leaving um, Xbox and, you know, I guess now with PC. It sells the system. But in terms of getting good internet connection, and because cross-play is the name of the game, right? We want to be able to do cross-play. And now that if Xbox is with Nintendo and Sony, that just opens door for cross-play, right? Because what's the argument? Yeah, you know that. Well, uh, that's the thing is, some sell argument is, oh, we're we're not sure that whatever else is out there is going to be best for us. So it's, I I don't know. It, it's a whole it's a whole thing. I mean, again, it all could just be nothing though. Is the big thing for it though. So here's hoping though. Yeah, guys. I mean, go. I mean, there's tons of videos that will kind of break it down more. But again, it's all speculative. There's no hard facts of what they're actually doing. Um, but Andrew, I wanted to riff on this because you were on my ass for a couple days about it um we both just saw uh detective pikachu and i gotta say i okay, loved it i gotta say my original answer of best video game movie i think is still tomb raider if you're an overall movie watcher if you are a diehard video game fan and love pokemon or at least conceptually aware of what pokemon is this is the best video game movie right because I'll still take Mortal Kombat over it just because I've seen that movie since I was a kid forever and ever, and I fucking love that movie. But this is almost a close. I like I was a I loved this movie. Like I don't give scores to things, but if something deserved like a nine out of ten, ten out of ten from me, it would be Detective Pikachu. Like I love this movie that much. I had nothing but great things to say. It was so much fun. Like I had just seen Endgame like a week beforehand. You had more fun in. Two than you did game. I, Endgame's not like a fun movie, you know. That movie's in a whole different kind of experience. So it's not fair to compare the two to each other. But even so, I went and saw like John Wick three last night, and I had more fun seeing He's Detective Pikachu. Enough. Yeah, nice. Oh, both still mo- over. Okay. Yeah, both movies. Okay. I would I would go see both of those movies again in theaters. So John Wick three, I loved. I thought it was well, great. Wick three but tomorrow. if I if you were to hey let's go watch a movie right now. Out of all those, I would say let's go see Detective Pikachu. Again. I would say it's got rewatchability for sure because I was. I can't wait to rewatch. I was it. trying to watch it, and there's just so. I mean, you don't get to see 150 Pokemon, but there's tons of guys where, you know, when you're looking at the screen, I'm just like, okay, who's here? Who's here? Who's here? Who's here? And that's what I'm saying. I think for the for the gamer fans, this movie's right up. It's your good alley. to see a video game movie done right. Yeah, or at least done as well as it can be up to this o- point. Almost right? perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, I I would say that movie, like you said, it's it's amazing. If you haven't seen, if you're if you were even worried about it, go out there and go and check it out. Because even if you don't love it like me, I would be willing to bet that you'll at least like it. Yeah. Again, it's definitely a hard hard like. I think from anyone that's just a gamer is gonna go yeah, or that even likes Pokemon. Yes, um, I would say. I think that movie hit everything right. Yeah. All the nostalgic chords. And again, let's not say that it's perfect. There's weak points in it. There's there's a, there's things that were just like, I don't well, think how that anything's happened. perfect. The acting but, isn't yeah. the strongest. But again, it's a video game movie. Let's take that with what a video game movie is. Yeah. It's it's high tier. It's top tier. So. Me and him differ on some of the things, but I'll I'll get that movie at night. Tell out. me that reporter's acting isn't trash. I, I know she every, fits every, right in the Pokemon. Every universe. scene she was on, I was just like she was just trying to be like a nurse joy, like her the way she just talked. I was like, and I loved it. So I'll <laughs> get I'll give that movie like a nine five out of ten. I'd give it a solid eight. So nine to nine five for me. 
Out of Saw it. Um, what are we at on time? We're looking pretty good. Um, oh, well, if we're riffing, I got I got a couple. Do you, do you have anything you want I, to I want to end it with a, a new segment question. So Okay, well, I, I have two riffs personally that I want to go over. Two riffs? Nothing crazy, just some big thoughts, small news. Okay. Um, since you just started Final Fantasy VII, a few weeks ago when I was riffing and I said that it, Final Fantasy VII, they had that music bug in there. Or no, not a few weeks ago, months ago. When yeah, when I was talking about Final, yeah, when I was talking about Final Fantasy VII, they um, if for those of you who didn't watch it, yeah, Final Fantasy VII. If you get it on Xbox One or Switch, PS4, there's a music loop bug on there to where if you're in the open world, you start a fight with somebody, you finish the fight, wherever the music was, back okay, in the open yeah. world, it starts over again from the beginning of the song, from the top of the song. It does not start over from where it left off. And so those movies, those 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 games have great, amazing soundtracks. Like I'm not in the open world yet. Well, so I'll tell you that they just actually patched. Them. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. yeah. So they patched. <laughs> it. So here's what's even weirder, which is why I'm kind of getting in the riff of it, is they just patched because it. they probably watched that episode. Yeah, uh, they didn't do it for nine, but I'll be honest, I really haven't noticed it nine. I because I've been playing nine lately, but I haven't put a million hours into it yet to where I'm like, oh, okay, you know that is annoying. I kind of noticed it the other day. But I, nine's not my favorite. I would notice it more with seven. Seven's music is more iconic for oh, me than Barry. nine. Oh man! So I'm glad that they fixed it. I'm glad I waited out. But they only uh, one. They didn't fix it they for nine yet. <laughs> they only fixed it for Xbox and Switch. So PlayStation oh, Four so anyone still on, has on that it. weird glitch. And what I'm an like, odd thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's got to be that infrastructure. Yeah. So once this uh, Microsoft yeah. Sony merge comes over, be fixing problems like that. Yeah, I was like, that's so weird. But that is I, an odd thing to do. Uh, yeah, I was or like, not oh, do I guess. Yeah, because it's been on PS4 for like two. It was on there two, first. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been on there like two years now. What a weird thing. That's funny. The other riff I'll have, and what which is, is good for you people, you people is. EA Access is coming to PS4 now. It's something that's been on Xbox for... I didn't know it was going on PS4. Yeah, no, it has not. I have it on Xbox. When it was announced, it, PS4 said, you know, we don't know if that's going to be the best value for our players, a.k.a. we don't want anyone spending any money on other bullshit that's not our own. And EA Access, is, I think, has been a great value. It's like 30 bucks for a whole year. For a whole, or, yeah, for, that's the thing. It's or, not monthly. 30 bucks whole year. Or and, $5 a month. And if they you're do a sports have $5 fan, you're going and nuts. Anything. You get, you get Battlefield. Effect, you, get ten, Age, you get 10 Unravel. free hours for every new game that comes out. So that's finally coming to PS4. So for all you guys who haven't, huh. uh, you know, I would recommend at least checking it out. Having great, it for a month or two. Great point. I have not canceled it, and I I love EA Access. I, I actually I use once upon a time did cancel it, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? 30 bucks for a year, and I get X amount of games, and I picked it back up. Yeah, because so yeah, not only do you sucked. get free, tra- like if battle a new Battlefield came out tomorrow, you get 10 free hours in it. But also, then when you buy it, your stuff transfers over. Yeah, so I like it, that. yeah, it's like the whole game. But after so uh, a year, six months, whatever, once the game's done out in the wild, they add it to the vault, and then you can just download it for free and pick right back up where you left off too. So I mean, there's a mm-hmm. ton of games in there I could go back and play. Yeah, that's oh, wow. I didn't know it was on. And they even have, and it's not even just modern games. They have stuff in there like. The, the original three Dead Spaces are Dead in there. Dead Space, yeah. I've been that, they, that. Yeah, that, they have like 360 games in Don't there Don't they well do too. Uh, so Plants it, vs. Zombies? Yeah, Plants vs. Zombies, zombies is in there. there as well too. One and two. So, I mean, the, it's a lot of value for $30 out of a year or $5 a month, whatever you want to do. It is a lot of value that I would tell you to at least try it once, especially in... Mm-hmm. I have a huge backlog that I don't even play half of them sometimes. <sighs> 
At this point, I'm really only playing it because my warm-up game before I do anything is Skate and 3. And Skate's on there, right? Yeah. And so that's really the only this, reason I have it. This but I, I do play... I, when Battlefield Five came out, I didn't buy the game. I played the 10 hours, decided I didn't like it. Save me 60 bucks. There you go. This news needs to go to Dante if you're listening. Uh, you got a PS4, bro. Pay the 30 bucks. You get a year of... Yeah, games. Yeah, there's shit some stuff. In so there. that's a shout out to you, brother. Um, eventually, Anthem will be on there. Yeah, that's coming. So I want to end this little bit with a question. I'm gonna call it uh, the video game question of the week. Right? Okay, All that's right. gonna be a new thing. We're gonna start. I don't know if it'll be every episode. It'll be here and there. I'll let Andrew pick the next one if and when he's ready. Would you rather, Andrew, live in a world that had Final Fantasy in it or Mario? But not the other or. So, in uh, Living World, that only had Final Fantasies in it. Or oh, Mario, World, hands down. Hands down. Hands down, Mario. Yeah. Really. As much as I love Final Fantasy, and I'll even put I put ten as one of my favorite games of all time. And this is coming from a perspective of what's funner and has I I, I don't know. Are you saying that only based on your childhood bringing it, up? Yeah, because it's it's weird to think so. And it's not. I'm not even taking into account like without no Mario, there is nothing else. There's no Buffalo. There's no game industry. I know I it, was a, it was a joke. I was a hot switch. Yeah, everybody it, caught that. We're Buffalo fans around here. But uh, you know, Mario has been way more influential than anything. So not even taking that into account, like just which games would I rather have that I could access at any time? I'd rather have any Mario games access at any time than any Final Fantasy games access at any time. Okay, hands down. Interesting point. Which which is your uh, and, and what about you? Be, well, I'd be though. What's your favorite Mario game? I uh, well, I'll break it down in a few different categories. So we don't got the time. Oh, we got nothing but time. <laughs> I'll say Mario Kart Double Dash for racing types. Mm-hmm. I will say Super Mario World for the side-scrolling collect them all types. And then I'll say, as far as outside of any other realm, uh, Mario and Thousand Year Door for the RPG or the, yeah, the, just yeah, the, the other weird types. Ready. But I want to hear I, Final Fantasy or Mario for you. Uh, I was leaning towards Final Fantasy when I was thinking of the question because I'm like, because I love number one. I love number six. N- num- oh, number I love seven a lot of them, yeah. made me fall in love with RPGs. Okay, hands down, like, better, that, better stories, better themes. Seven made me the gamer that I am, but you can't deny that Mario's sheer volume Mario taught across, you how to hold the yeah, controller to become the gamer that you are. Every genre of game. Because think about it. Mario is in every genre of game. He's in fighting. He's in racing. He's in platformers. He's in open worlds. And uh, so, some people say he never really left. The answer is Mario. And I'm sure there's nobody. Mario I, or Mario? I, it's Mario. I thought you may have leaned towards Final Fantasy. No, just because of how not, big of Final Fantasy fan No, as much as I love it, there's no way. Hands down. If I were to go and pick up a game like right now like, oh, hey, I just want to play it and have fun. It's not going to be Final Fantasy. Nice. Well, that's the question. And did you like it? You want to come yeah, up no, with one? Yeah, no, that was pretty cool. I'll week? come up with one. Okay, cool. Um, so we're running short on time, so let's not get into our highs and lows. Andrew, quickly tell us what your... I'll start first since I've already kind of mentioned it. Tell me what you're playing. Um, I've been jumping into Final Fantasy VII, which we mentioned. But I also just started playing a game called uh, For the King, which is on the Game Pass. And it's kind of this uh, mixture of, like, like an open world tabletop RPG where you get to select these. I've only played a mission, uh, a few missions, but you get to play these uh, three characters. You get to select like there's like a blacksmith, a scholar, um, or an, or a hunter, or an archer, and you kind of get to move around these worlds. Uh, they open up quests. You get to battle monsters to where like it's on a hex grid. So let's say you're moving up and you like um, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, yeah, essentially kind of like that. But instead of everyone's battling on like a tactile grid, 
if I were to run into a monster, a, a highlight grid lights up. So anything in that field is affected. So if I only have two of my three guys in there and, he, and monsters around are only two, right. that's who's in the battle. The cool thing is you can play at co-op. So if you wanted to jump on and Gino wanted to jump on, well, yeah, those three characters, for, I, I'm, we can, I'm saying we can all be moving in different spots and doing our own little quests. And then, so I don't know, it's a really cool game if you guys are into anyone into like D&D. How long have you been playing it? I did the first mission. Well, then you two forgot I can't join, sorry. No, no, because that's the thing. You can start new games and beat different quests. Like, so it's not based on a leveling up system oh. where my guys are saving I'll, this I'll state. I'll download that tonight. I, dude, I've been begging you for you to play something together. I know, oh, dude, I said on the Snapchats. So, Andrew, what are you playing? Uh, I, well, as you said, Final Fantasy VII, I started Final Fantasy IX. That's the only reason I started playing Final Fantasy And I'm, 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 I'm loving it. I'm just cruising through it. I am kind of achievement hunting for some things. I'm not going to beat the game and get to a certain spot in under like 10 hours to get the fucking sword or whatever. I'm not going to 100% it, but I'm really loving it. I'm really enjoying it. For the Final Fantasy that I would say that I played the least outside of the ones I haven't played at all, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm really, really enjoying it. How's the story coming back to you? Because Gino's playing it too and he was telling me, he's like, man, I almost kind of forget. Like, we all have nine in our head. I got a little, I don't know if you can even see it. Zidane's right there. Well, actually, right now, I did, I, 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 it's the one that I have never beaten I remember running it as a kid. Okay, I was but it, bro- it froze okay. at a certain spot, oh. and I just passed that point in the game. Nice, but backward black. This but it, it, dude, playing up until that point, so I don't know how I'm gonna feel about the rest of the game because maybe I'll love it, maybe I'll hate it. But up until that point, I've really been enjoying it because it just made me feel like because I only had played that game as a kid that it made me feel like that kid again, going to Blockbuster, running this fucking game, and watching uh, all this stuff, and so. Passed. It really gave me that feeling. Surprisingly, I didn't think I would get that at all. But from the game that I only played maybe once or twice, like I and if I'm not mistaken, both seven and nine are on the because um, we're playing them both on Xbox are on there for at least I think fifteen to twenty bucks, right? I think Final Fantasy Final Fantasy nine is twenty, is twenty, and, 20 and, and seven is fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's up with that, but very affordable, very doable, very um, Final Fantasy. If that's up your alley. Yeah, if you're just trying to run through like I am, I'm not... I, I don't have time to do the grind or anything anymore. There's modifiers on there that give you like 999 attack or, you know, it'll help with your health and stuff like that. You could easily just turn those on and run through the game. So I, I'd recommend I'm actually... I'm having a ton of fun through it. Uh, yeah, because... I was in a party with your brother the other day. I mean, him and Joel's both playing. He's in a different spot than I am, but I'm Who's kind brother? of... Uh, he is. Okay, he's been playing yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he's played more... Uh, I'm actually surprisingly really close behind him. And I'm doing certain things that he's not because he's not achievement hunting. He's just playing it. Oh, is he just kind of running through it? Because I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna thousand. I'm gonna, a thousand, I keep calling it a thousand. I'm gonna hundred percent get a thousand on FF seven. I think I would do it for seven, but not for nine because nine there's a trophy where you have to, you got to get through most, of, and it would be, it wouldn't be hard, but you can get it was special with the modifiers. You have to get to a certain point in the game. He's playing like nine under. Hour. Yeah. You gotta get to a certain point of the game in under like 10 hours in order to get a special sword. Uh, so I'd have to beat the game, then get to that point again. Yeah. And there's like a lot of like weird little like grindy little things that I don't know if I want to like... Uh, the hardest one on there by far, I would imagine, is you have to like do this fucking weird jump rope thing. And it's a mini game where you have to jump rope without tripping. And the achievement is you gotta do it a thousand times. I was just gonna say, don't tell me it's a hundred. Fuck no, there's two separate ones. There's one for a hundred and one for a thousand. That's who has got. Oh no way. There's weird ways. I I'm looking it up. There's weird ways you can do it on like. <laughs> I'm other, looking it up. There's weird ways you can do it and kind of glitch it out to where it's easier to do it for you on like PlayStation or like PC and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything so far for Xbox. So Damn. either way, I that in it even still, I've tried a couple different ways. So I make it like to like ten and I suck. So I'm not gonna sit there for a thousand. Not even a hundred. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. 
even still, another achievement is um, I think you have to play like a hundred. You have to win a hundred Tetra Masters, which he, is actually that weird he just brought game. that up to me the other day. And the card game, it, it is not as good as Triple Triad on Final the Fantasy Eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like luck based. There's no way to really tell if you're gonna win. Like the monsters don't have attack points or anything. What? It doesn't have like. See, like, the I, other one has like. I gotta play that because I forget that completely. It's just arrows on the card, and you put it next to it. And at one point, I'm putting cards next to cards that I'm not winning, but I have no way to tell whether I would win or not. It, it's 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 really <laughs> what's weird. going on here. And it it vaguely explains it to you that I don't want to go through, and I'm sure there's ways to. I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, no, I don't have the time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't no one got time for that. I I also do want to bring up. Uh, I, I know we're not supposed to do highs and lows, but I just beat Titanfall two, and that was pretty awesome. So if anybody hasn't played it, go play it. Beat it on master. Game was sick. Andrew talked me into it. I'm glad you did, sir. Well, I um, guess if we're gonna cheat it in there, I'll say my low hurry, was hurry, really, hurry, hurry. my low was related to nine that I had to. So I went to go play it. It didn't download, even though I fucking told it to on my phone. So I go to play it again later on after I'm done playing PUBG, and I had manually gone in under Xbox, hit download. Let it do its thing. It said okay. It's got extra updates. That's fine. <laughs> Went and played PUBG for like two, three hours. Went Nothing back happened. to go play it again. Still didn't fucking down. Didn't even. It was. It, it did, it's like it didn't even register. Just left your little finger. It's like yeah. So I had to you. download it three times before I played it. So that was my lows. And I was really excited that I didn't even get to play it at all till the next day. That is funny. Well, guys, this has been the end of episode eight of Last Call Morning Gaming. Mimosa? But oh yeah, those mimos. But I do want to say this, guys. This is. The is this is the last episode, right? This is the last, this episode, is the last to enter. episode to enter for Borderlands three. So next episode we're gonna announce the winner. So you have this episode and all the way up until I believe it's the twenty first or twenty second to enter that in. And how do you enter the Borderlands contest? It's simple, guys. Go to the comment section of our third video to the eighth video. Enter in hashtag Borderlands three. Leave us a comment. Tell us, hey guys, you're doing pretty good, and we will enter you into the drawing. We're gonna you do suck. it. You guys suck. We're gonna do a pick. We'll get it, and we'll announce it on the next one, guys. So someone's gonna win it, and it might be you. But um, that is the end of this episode, guys. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at Last Call Productions. If you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at Last Call P R O D Z, which is Last Call Prods. And if you have any questions or comments, or you guys want to send us something cool. Send us an email at lastcallproductions at gmail.com. That is it, Andrew. I had a blast doing this episode. Um, So my name is Craig Perales from Andrew Montemayor. Until next time, guys. Cheers. I just want want to get drunk this. Why is he trying to drink? We got beers. We got mimosas. Beers and mimosas. They're mimosas. That's fine. Are you coming over? Do you want do you want to make him a muscle right now? Are you coming over? Yeah, I'll let me get dressed real quick and pack this bag. Alright. Pack what bags? The bags. Oh. Bagging it up, huh? Right, Legend right. of Bagger Vance? I said he's coming. Nice. Sucker. <laughs> Sucker. He's ours now, suckers. Yeah, I said he's bring Grayson though. I just I bring like Grayson. baby Grayson. Oh that I'll be some gray. Did I'll babysit hey, here's a wing and Gray's under it. I know, I still just gotta go. Uh, what sucks, uh, I gotta go home and clean today. Uh, well, okay, well, I gotta, get, I gotta get ready for tomorrow. Clean what? Like, how much? Is it like a your uh, game room? Because, like, dude, okay, so oh, there's I, still laundry sitting right there. And, dude, when I was That's been there for like three weeks. Yeah, time. that's what I'm saying. When I was hammered drunk last week, dude, I threw all my clothes everywhere. And I came in, and every week I was like, 
God, I gotta clean my house, but literally it's just like I gotta clean my game room, and it's literally just hanging clothes up and putting shit away. Now we like have to like do shit to the laundry. We, as in you both, or just her? 